Today I'm going to talk about how to receive good and perfect gifts from the Father, and I pray that you're blessed. Our Father is the giver. James 1.17 says, whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God our Father, who created all the lights in heaven. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. Father, I ask your Holy Spirit would be upon me in an anointing to teach this message, God. Open up their ears and their hearts to receive this. May we forever be changed in knowing that with faith we can have your good and perfect gifts. In Jesus' name, amen. So we learned there that Abba, the Father of heaven, is the one that gives good and perfect gifts. So every good and perfect gift comes from the Father above. Even if it comes from uh, someone that you know, God still touched their heart to bless you with the gift. So uh, in order to get anything from the Father, we have to learn how to ask in faith. Church, can you say in faith? The way that we receive the good and perfect gifts from the Father is that we must have to, we must learn to ask in faith. James chapter 1 verses 6 through 8 say this, but let him ask in faith. This is the Bible teaching us how to ask. Let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. So when we ask God for something, we have to keep our arms of faith outstretched. Because from heaven, this is what we look like sometimes when we let doubt creep in. And when God sees that, he says, nope, that's a double-minded man. He's unstable. One minute he's believing in faith. God, I trust you. I know you can do it. I don't see it yet, but I believe. But the next minute it's down. And listen to what the Bible says. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is double-minded, unstable in all his ways. Church, say this with me. Lord, I thank you for a single mind that remains in faith. Amen. So how do we believe then? Let's, let's, go, let's find the greatest example that Jesus saw of faith on earth. And this is, will teach us how we are to believe. Because remember, Abba Father is the giver of good and perfect gifts. Matthew chapter 8, verse 5. Now when Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him, pleading with him, begging, saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home, paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. And Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word. Church, can you say a word? You see, that's what God wants us to believe above all things is his word, okay? And he says, only speak a word, right? You don't have to come to my house, just say the word. And my servant will be healed. For I also am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this one, go, and he goes. And to another, come, and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to those who followed, Assuredly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in all of Israel. And I say to you that many will come from east and west and sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the sons of the kingdom will be cast out into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. 
Then Jesus said to the centurion, go your way. And as you have believed, so let it be done to you. And his servant was healed the same hour. So when we remain in faith, in God's word, what we receive from him is a release, just like Jesus released him and said, go your way. And as you have believed, so let it be done to you. Church, can you say this with me? As I have believed. All right. So you see evidence of the things in your life that you have prayed and believed for. And if you don't see them, keep believing for them. Just not too long ago. What's the baby's name? What? I'm sorry. Bravery. Did I say it right? All right. So I visited her in the hospital just a couple of weeks ago. Right. And she was when she was born, they said that she might have to have surgery on her shoulder. Was it on her shoulder? Okay. Am I saying it right? On her shoulder? Okay. And they asked, hey, can you pray with us? We don't, we don't want this baby to have to have this surgery. And we prayed right in the hospital room, right? We asked the father, not one of these kind of asks, right? But we just asked the father, remaining in faith, and she told me today that the baby will not need the surgery. So can we give God praise for that? Amen. Who did it? Say God did it. Who did it? Okay, when we ask in faith and it glorifies the Father, he does it as long as we don't waver, all right? So that's how we ask, and as we ask, we receive. So how then do we receive? If the Lord is offering us good and perfect gifts, how then do we receive them? We have to go to Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 38 to find that out. And it says this, Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. Kids, what was her name? Mary. Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, <clears throat> Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying. And considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive. So this is the word of God. Say the word of God. So what Mary was receiving right then was the word of God. Here's God's plan. And now in order for faith to activate and we receive the blessing, after hearing God's word, there has to be a reaction within us. And that reaction must be faith. I believe what you just said. And when you believe God's word and you stand firm, you will receive the, the good and perfect gifts from heaven. So here was God's word. Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and, is, and is shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom, there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, how can this be? Since I do not know a man. So she wasn't doubting, right? She was just asking, like, this doesn't make sense to me. Sometimes God's word may not make sense to you, but you can ask questions. And that's what she did. Verse 35. And the angel answered her and said, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. 
Therefore also that holy one who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. For with God, nothing will be impossible. Then Mary said, Behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. So this is how you receive from the Lord. Once you go into that Bible and you see God's promises, right, whether it be for, for health, whether it be for um, uh, provision, whatever it might be, if God said it, when you read it, you need to agree with it, just like Mary did. She said, behold, the maidservant of the Lord, repeat after me, church, let it be, let it be. To, me, to me according to, according to. your word. So that's how you receive gifts from heaven. So you say, Lord, you said it, okay? So let it be to me according to your word. So what are Abba's greatest gifts that have come down from heaven? So remember, we started with the verse that said, whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down from us, from God, our Father. There's two great gifts I want to talk about today. And I want to tell you the two greatest gifts that came down from the Father. John 6, 38 says this. This is Jesus talking. For I have come down from heaven to do the will of God who sent me, not to do my own will. So kids, the first great gift that God gave to the world was Jesus. Can you say Jesus, kids? Jesus, right? So the first great gift was Jesus. He came down from heaven. The second greatest gift God gave this world was the Holy Spirit. And we find that in Acts chapter 10, verse 44. It says that even as Peter was saying these things, the Holy Spirit fell upon all who were listening to the message. So how do we then receive the gift of Jesus Christ? How do we receive the gift of the Holy Spirit? I said it from the beginning. We must receive all gifts by faith, right? So listen to Romans 4, 16. So the promise is received by faith. It is given as a free gift, and we are all certain to receive it. Whether or not we live according to the law of Moses if we have faith like Abraham's, for Abraham is the father of all who believe. So the way that we receive heaven's gift of Jesus Christ is by believing on him. The way that we receive the gift of the Holy Spirit is also by asking and believing as well. So the gift of salvation is given to these people, right? Here's what a believer sounds like. Here's how we are born again. Romans 10, 9 says, if you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. How many have received that gift of salvation this morning? Amen. That is the greatest gift that you can receive because this life will end, but we have another eternal life to live in Jesus Christ. You have to receive that gift to see, to, uh, to, to see the Father. Kimberly, you can come back. We're just about done. The second gift is the gift of the Holy Spirit, right? So how do we receive the gift of the Holy Spirit? I think it's been overcomplicated how to receive the Holy Spirit. Let's see what God says, right? This is what God says how to receive the Holy Spirit. 
So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? So to receive the Holy Spirit, all we have to do is ask him. To receive salvation, all we have to do is believe on Jesus Christ. Now, not a one of us, I believe, will not open a present that's given to us today or tomorrow that has our name on it. And I'm here to tell you that Jesus has your name on him because he had us in mind when he was crucified on the cross. And the gift of salvation is for all who will believe, not just certain people, those that have faith. And to make sure that you had the ability to receive this gift, Jesus Christ gave us each the gift of faith. So you've got faith on board. You've got the faith to believe that no matter how sinful your life was, that Jesus forgives you and gives you life. And that also he's going to give you the perfect gift of the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit came down to this earth to convict us of, of sin and righteousness, to lead and guide us into all truth. And it's utterly impossible to follow Jesus without that GPS system on board called the Holy Spirit. Now, the beauty of these two gifts that we've received is not to be kept silent. Today, many of you will go see some family and the greatest gift that you can give them was not purchased at Kohl's, but on Calvary, right? You will give them the earthly thing, but many of us remain silent about the spiritual thing, the eternal thing. Will you tell somebody today about the gift of Jesus Christ? Will you tell someone today about the gift of the Holy Spirit? Amen. Let's stand to our feet. By faith, we're going to corporately receive this gift of salvation that I'm talking about, as well as the gift of the Holy Spirit. So, Father, I pray over these that have gathered, the children and the adults. You sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die for our sins, and none of us are too far gone to be saved. You can do that for us right now. If we simply believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins and was buried for three days, and then you rose him up from the grave with all power and all authority. This is the reason we celebrate Christmas, because a Savior was born. The one that came to save us from our sins. Your greatest present to us is your presence. Adam and Eve didn't just lose the garden, they lost your presence. And when you sent your son as a present, what you sent back to earth was your presence. And we're so thankful for that. And we're also thankful for the gift of the Holy Spirit. So we believe on, on God the Father, we believe on Jesus the Son, and we believe on the Holy Spirit as well. And Lord, you say that you must go away because if you don't go away, you can't send back to us your comforter. I pray that faith would arise in this, mo this moment and anyone that does not have salvation or the gift of the Holy Spirit would receive both as we ask in faith right now in Jesus' name. Those of you that want these two gifts of salvation and the Holy Spirit, can you stretch out your arms of faith right now? Don't waver. Don't put them up and down, up and down, up and down. 
Stretch those arms of faith out right now like God wants to give you a present. Two presents to be exact.